When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain value and monetization strategies, and how to use domains to drive traffic to your business or gain favorable position in the search engines, power tools of the trade, and power players of the industry. Domain Masters brings it to you week after week, right here on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your host. Tonight on Domain Masters, our theme is regulatory issues that will affect the status quo of the Internet today. Specifically, we're talking about the upcoming ICANN meeting in Seoul. Uh, this is certainly uh, one thing is certain about the technology business or industries that they rapidly change, and this is very true about the domain industry in specific. There's uh, several domain industry initiatives and issues that are on table for discussion, review, and to be voted on at the upcoming ICANN meeting. Our show tonight will be using an expert who follows these regulatory issues more closely than any of us. Our expert will update us so that we too can be plugged into what's going on at ICANN. Tonight, we're going to be joined by David McGuire, who is the Vice President of 463 Communications. David will take on this topic on Domain Masters, so kick back and stay tuned as we break for some station commercials. We'll be right back with our program. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from FutureNow and Brian Eisenberg, monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Fired up with Gordon Rudo, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest tonight. David McGuire is a vice president of 463 Communications. 463 Communications is a senior-level uh, communication consultancy firm out of Washington, D.C. They help organizations clear through the clutter of competing internal interests and external forces to develop data-driven uh, communication campaigns that establish business, technology, and policy or public policy leadership. Prior to joining 463, David was a director of communications for the Center of Democracy and Technology, where he oversaw public-facing communications across all of CDT's issue areas, including privacy, national security, uh, copyright, and online free expression. In addition to acting as a spokesperson for the organization, he also played an active role in developing organizational policy positions, particularly in the area of Internet governances. Before that, David was a reporter for the WashingtonPost.com, where he covered technology policy on Capitol Hill. His work on issues such as file sharing, distributed denial-of-service attacks, uh, spam, spyware, and privacy legislation appeared regularly in the electronic and print editions of the Washington Post. In his capacity as a reporter, David was recognized as a national expert on technology policy issues and was a regular guest of national broadcast outlets. David came to the WashingtonPost.com from NewsBytes, the first national newswire to cover exclusively cover technology. David certainly is a person well-schooled within the domain industry, technology in general, and he knows the issues that are affecting you, our listening audience. So without further ado, I want to welcome uh, David to Domain Masters. Hi, thank you for having me. I should say welcome back to Domain Masters because uh, you were on the show uh, earlier this year uh, having come back from uh, an ICANN meeting. I believe that one was in Australia. And, yes. and we wanted to, we, we kind of touched on a few topics when you were here the, the last time that um, just just had to have uh, some follow-up, and, and certainly with uh, another big ICANN meeting coming up in uh, October, I believe it is, in Seoul, uh, wanted to get you back on, and, and let's talk about some of the issues that are important to our listening audience. Sure, and uh, and just as usual, I'll just, just mention at, at the outset uh, that my opinions, anything I express here is, is just my own observation and, and doesn't reflect any of the opinions of my, my clients. Um, but, uh, but beyond that, I'm happy to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in ICANN. It's been a very uh, busy time for ICANN. Uh, there's a lot of change going on right now. Uh, probably, I mean, really, you'd have to say one of the most momentous, if not the most momentous, uh, a few months in, in, in ICANN's history. 
So um, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you want to start. Well, I know that uh, the last this. time what? we talked about the the state of new domains, which is still something that's uh, very important to folks. Well, well, you know, the state of new domains is something that uh, you touched on the, the last time that brought up a, a whole plethora of, of possible issues. You know, including um, you know rock in the boat of the establishment, and you know what is the um, what is the role of of the traditional players, uh, registry, registrar, uh, and, and so forth, when uh, you have private enterprises bringing new TLDs to the marketplace? So that's certainly something we'd like to talk about. But just I'll, I'll kind of throw it out there to you. What do you think are, are, are some of the biggest issues that, that uh, our listening audience should be following right now that are up for discussion or, or on the floor for uh, upcoming this upcoming ICANN meeting? So, well, from a from a uh, from just a sort of direct uh, impact on on the bottom line standpoint, I would I would say probably new domains are the are the are the big issue, right? I mean, um, sometime in the next, we're assuming within the next year, although uh, timelines in, in the ICANN world uh, have a way of changing, uh, we're going to see the introduction of a, a, a massive number of new uh, top level domains. Um, ranging from dot food to maybe dot Berlin dot London, there's literally hundreds, perhaps even thousands of, of possibilities in terms of uh, new, new domains. And we've heard uh, uh, tell of at least hundreds of proposals. Uh, they're going to go into ICANN. So that will be, you know, probably one of the most signal events in the history of the DNS. Um, the last time we added. A uh, substantial number of new demands was in uh, 1999, 2000, rather, uh, when uh, the, the first seven new domains were introduced by ICANN. Um, and this is going to be something that's an order of magnitude larger than that in terms of its impact on the namespace. So, obviously, that's a big deal. And I think for folks who who are who make their business in the in the domain world, is going to have uh, the potential to have a pretty broad impact. Right. Um, it, does it, there seems to be a pretty big line of of people that have expressed interest. As you, you mentioned, you know, dot food, but there's um, what are some what are some of the others that you, you've heard that are that are out there and uh, companies that uh, kind of surprises that might be interested in having their own TLD. And what what is really the the compelling interest to them to have their own TLD uh, as opposed to uh, having their brands within the conventional uh, you know ComNet. Org info biz and, and so forth. Well, this is the big question, right? And 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 it's kind of it's an interesting question because I I don't think the way that I can typically goes about making policy. It's not to go out and poll people and say you know uh, you know are people going to really use these as a, as a something that has a large demand. There is certainly a demand for new domains um, among the circle of people sort of involved in the ICANN world. Um, uh, but to the extent to which that demand expands farther out uh, into the into the universe of, of people who maybe aren't aren't dealing with domain issues on a day to day basis, uh, I think it remains to be seen, and it will be seen by sort of how what the kind of uptake is on those demands. Um, <clears throat> we have seen certainly a ton of proposals for possible demands. We've seen I, we talked about dot food. I think most recently I saw. Uh, some some uh, notes about a dot shop being proposed dot hotel 
uh, .berlin, .london, the city names, the sort of the city and local names are, are a big popular um, and have been from the from the outset of this discussion have been sort of a key driver. Uh, the idea of, of your of a city or of a, a locality uh, creating an, its own domain, its own its own identity uh, within the DNS is obviously uh, you can see where that could be appealing. Uh, there's also some discussion, although I haven't really seen individual proposals on this a lot, of uh, companies, individual companies. Um, uh, Creating their own domain, uh, and you can see the appeal of that too. It could just be, you know, you know mail at mail.463.com. Could be, you know, my 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 or, or excuse me, mail.463 rather could be my uh, my mail server. Uh, if I if we were to go out there and pay our two hundred thousand dollar processing fee to try to bid on the domain 463, um, so there's a lot of potential uses for the domains. Um, the interesting question seems to be the extent to which there is uptake. Now, certainly we're seeing some indication that at least in the initial application phase, ICANN's going to get a lot of interest and a lot of uptake because it seems like every day we see a new uh, news story out about uh, uh, some group that is formed to, to submit a bid. I think probably the most uh, widely known at this point is the .eco bids, the, at this point dueling .eco bids. There's two companies, two, two groups including one um, uh, led by former Vice President Al Gore uh, to, um, uh, to create a .eco domain for the environmental interests. Um, so, but we really see just a wide, wide range of possible domains. And I think probably you know, within those domains there are, there are a wide range of commercial opportunities. Right, right. And one would anticipate in, in many of these new domains there will be uh, stipulations in terms of usage and so forth. Obviously, with something like a dot echo, um, there would there would be some sort of stipulation in terms of how that name would be used. It wouldn't be the type of thing where it's just uh, free to use, uh, however you you would so choose, um, as in a dot com. That would there be well, some, it's would you it's anticipate funny. there be some limitations? You know, you you know, it's funny when you say that because you know if you think about the original intent of of I guess what we'll, what we'll call the three major the three major uh, GTLDs, com network. Um, com was shortened commercial. Org was shortened shortened organization, and net was shortened uh, network. Um, and while I I suppose you can make an argument that org has uh, still sort of retained some of its cash cachet as a as a as a as a domain that focuses on. Uh, organizations, there are certainly a number of commercial sites that have .org addresses. Um, there are a number of non-commercial groups that have .com addresses. Um, and the net distinction is, is virtually gone. It's just another major domain. Um, so it, it, it's hard to say. Some of them certainly will. You know, we'll probably see a pretty wide range of business proposals. Um, but I would actually question how much these new domains, which are going to be seeking to build an audience and build a, a user base, are going to want to crack down uh, on on who can sign up to, 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 to operate them. Certainly some of them will, and some of them will have that as a pretty clear business plan. But others, it'll be interesting to see, because what we saw in the last uh, new domain round uh, was that uh, attempting to really have sort of strict rules or sort of the lockdown, you know, who could register a name 
uh, really made it hard hard to, to roll out a name. We saw that in the, the example of Dot .pro, which initially had this incredibly ambitious uh, uh, plan for how they were going to um, vet all the potential applicants or registrants, um, and that, that fell apart, and there's sort of a whole case history around that. But um, it'll really be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how much. And, and then what will also be interesting to see is how long those uh, restrictions last. I mean, one of the real issues here is, uh, what happens when and if we've never had, had it really happen before? What happens when and if a functioning domain that has um, uh, you know, thousands or tens of thousands or millions of, app, uh, of registrations uh, goes under, or, or the company that runs it goes under, and, and it changes hands? Uh, does that become a piece of property? Do the rules change? You know, so there's a lot of sort of there's a lot of stuff that's going to be really interesting to observe uh, when this when this does come out, and, and not just not just the moment it comes out, but years down the road, will be will it'll be interesting to see how this new market develops. Uh, we're going to break for some commercials, and then return to hear more from David McGuire, who is the vice president of 463 Communications. My name is Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on Webmaster Radio FM. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, affiliates. Do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the U.K., France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com, the science of performance. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Tonight, we're joined by David McGuire, who's the vice president of 463 Communications. 
We're previewing the October 2009 ICANN meeting in Seoul, Korea, and discussing some current issues which might uh, impact the status quo in, in the main world. So I want to welcome back David. Thanks for having me back. Uh, David, uh, what are some of the other issues that are besides the new TLDs, which, uh, again, just has so many different, um, you know, has such a different impact in so many different ways upon the the uh, established TLDs as well as the infrastructure, you know, a lot of a lot of things that still have to be thought through and, and ironed out before it actually materializes. But what are some of the other issues that um, that you've, you're following or have on your radar uh, regarding this ICANN meeting? Well, I think probably the most interesting thing to me uh, about this ICANN meeting is is the the question of what's going to happen. Uh, regarding the ICANN, ICANN's relationship with the U.S. government. Uh, certainly the new TLDs is the big headline issue, uh, but for, for those of us involved in the day-to-day policy issues around ICANN, I think probably the, the, the bigger change that's, that's underway right now uh, is that uh, in September, end of September, uh, ICANN, one of ICANN's key agreements with the U.S. government uh, expires. And uh, we're not really, it's not really clear yet what, if anything, will be enacted to replace that agreement. And, and what that would mean is that, depending on what happens in this next month, when we go to meet in Seoul, uh, it will be, uh, it could be, has the potential to be, the first ICANN meeting um, asked sort of post this dissolution of this agreement. Now, ICANN is not uh, completely separating itself from uh, uh, the U.S., from its sort of unique relationship with the U.S. government. There are two agreements um, that, uh, that sort of govern the U.S. government's relationship with ICANN, uh, and one of them is, 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 is the one that's at issue right now. Um, so, but still, it, it, is a, it is a substantial change. It is a major change. It's sort of uh, it's something that that people in 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 the the world at large have been calling for for some time, and and I think some American business interests uh, rightly have some concerns about, uh, which is uh, for ICANN to uh, sort of move away from its uh, traditional U.S. relationship and 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 uh, and either stand on its own, or if you're some of these other governments, what they'd really like to see is. Uh, other governments having sort of some sort of UN type agency uh, overseeing ICANN, and that could have obviously, depending on how that pans out, pretty substantial implications for everybody who 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 is involved in the domain space, and frankly, for everybody who uses the internet, since the domain space itself is such a choke point for 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 internet communication. Um, ICANN's under under direction now of 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 uh, a new person and. Uh, this was a, a change that was made, I think, back in the uh, the Australian show, and and the new um, it would have, is it the CEO and, and president of ICANN is that the, the official title of him? But it's an American that was appointed a charge, correct? Yes, uh, his name is uh, Rod Beckstrom. Right. Uh, he's got extensive uh, uh, government and uh, private sector background. Um, and uh, I think it was a it was a surprising uh, move. I think I think we may we talked a little bit about this last time. It was a surprising move. I think uh, at least some people who observe ICANN, because it, I think many people prior to him being appointed thought it was extremely unlikely that an American uh, would be would be appointed to, to that role. Um, but uh, but uh, he was, and uh, he's 
at least from what I can tell, uh, pretty being pretty widely uh, uh, um, praised uh, at this stage, and and has been someone who who people have been genu- genuinely impressed by. Um, so uh, so we'll see how how his uh, his development in, in the role uh, goes. Obviously, he's his first his first official meeting as as president, which will tell us a lot about how he runs meetings and how he uh, oversees the organization uh, happens in, in Seoul. So that's also another. Seoul is actually going to be sort of the confluence of a lot of things coming together, so it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, he really takes over. He, he was announced uh, in, in Sydney, um, but, uh, but he really he does, his, he does his first official uh, work in, in, in Seoul as, as president. Although obviously he's 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 on the ground now doing stuff, but this is this will be the first time that we see him acting as president of ICANN. Um, do you? Are, is there anything that's going on right now that you're you're aware of that we should uh, we should be watching, reflecting, uh, you know, either CCTLDs or or IDMs or or the um, making the CCTLDs uh, you know in IDN format? Any any sort of uh, Awareness that you have of those issues. So yeah, I mean, I, I can has been holding events around the world. Uh, the last two uh, were in Hong Kong and um, uh, Abu Dhabi uh, to socialize uh, the the IDN process and to sort of talk about uh, uh, the issues that are going on in IDNs. Um, that I think the. From from an observer standpoint, that is going to be the, probably the biggest impact uh, in this new domain round is this introduction of IDNs. I mean, this is something that we're not certain we're not certain how much people feel they need a dot shop. Uh, uh, I mean, there's some anecdotal evidence to suggest that people really want a dot shop. Their shop. There are some anecdotal evidence to suggest that people don't really care for that and they're going to just stick with the domains they have. But what we have absolute evidence of, and what we know for certain, is that uh, people in the world who uh, do not use the the traditional uh, uh, Roman alphabet um, in their language have are, have an extremely high demand for uh, top level domains uh, that 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 use their character sets. Um, which they just don't have right now, and it, it, it's it's a huge challenge. It's something that requires special keyboards. It just it, it, you you can imagine, you know, if you had if, if things had developed differently, and and every time you went to your favorite uh, web address, you had to type in something in English dot two Chinese characters dot com, right? It would or dot excuse me dot two Chinese characters. Um, it just would really change the internet experience. So this is something we know there's a huge demand for, and. Uh, when these uh, IDN TLDs become available, we know there's going to be a huge rush for them. Uh, there's a huge business desire for them. There's a huge social desire for them. They're, they're a good idea. There's something everybody believes that needs to happen. Um, and so, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how that happens because it really is one of those things that uh, where some of this other stuff seems to be almost kind of an experiment. This is something we we know is going to have a profound impact and. Sort of, there's some outstanding questions there, and I don't know what depth you want to go into, but but the 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 sort of key questions are sort of when things become available. Right now, there's this sort of idea of it may be the case that the first IDN top-level demand to become available will be 
uh, CCTLD, at least under sort of the way things are going now, that seems to be the case. And some folks who are in the sort of GTLD side of things uh, think that that's a problem, right? Because if, if, the fir- if, if for instance, um, IDN CCTLDs become available, let's just say January 2010, and IDN GTLDs don't become available until, let's say, November 2010, and that would mean that that the the non ITN versions would have just a huge uh, uh, run up, or excuse me, that the that the CCTLDs would just have this huge period of time, this huge advance warning to sort of get registrations and become the 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 the, the resource of record for folks in in the non uh, uh, English speaking world, or at least excuse me, the world the the, the non Roman character world. Um, and and so it could really change. So sort of what I can decide in terms of how these things roll out could have a really profound impact on on what the non-Roman character world looks like from a, from a domain space uh, standpoint. Very interesting, folks. You're listening to David McGuire. He's the vice president of 463 Communications, uh, and and David's our guest tonight. And again, we're doing a preview of the upcoming uh, ICANN meeting for Seoul, Korea, slated for October. And we've been discussing some of the issues that are um, on, on being discussed at that ICANN meeting uh, that would affect you, our listening audience. And, and David, I want to thank you for being on Domain Masters tonight. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a great time. What would be, uh, if any of our listeners was uh, interested in talking to you or, or learning more about 463 Communications, how can they go about getting in touch with you? Well, they can certainly uh, check us out on the web at 463.com. We have our uh, attractive uh, 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 domain property. Um, and uh, my address is david.mcguire at 463.com. I'm happy to talk to anyone who's interested. David, you're a wonderful guest, certainly very knowledgeable about the uh, Internet industry, and we look forward to uh, having you back on Domain Masters in the future to uh, bring us up to date on, on some of the big takeaways from this uh, Seoul uh, meeting. Well, at, maybe, uh, I, maybe, maybe when I get back from Seoul, uh, you guys can we, can, we can, we can talk again. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on Domain Masters. Fantastic. Thank you. Folks, we'll come to the close of another edition of Domain Masters, the radio show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. All of our shows are archived at webmasterradio.fm, as well as podcasts on such popular locations as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. Come back to webmasterradio.fm next week for another informative Domain Masters episode, where we'll discuss the usage of domain names on geo-targeted applications. Our guest will be Bruce Marlowe of Missouri.me. Till then, best wishes, and I hope that you each are the master of your own domain. Good night, folks. <laughs>